Thanks for tuning in to the Movement Podcast. We love having you here, and it's our mission to bring you all the latest and greatest tips, skills, and know-how around fitness and nutrition. Learning is a joint experience, and through our series of interviews, we've discovered that we can all learn more and achieve even greater things. What's going on, everybody, and welcome to the Movement Podcast. I don't know. Did you know that we've renamed this podcast? I'm here with my, my wonderful guest. Ms. Maria Van Bomsky. Hi, everybody. How's it going, Maria? I'm good. I'm did, good. Did you know that we renamed the podcast? I did not know you renamed the podcast. <sighs> yeah, this is only second second episode under the new name. Oh, wow. I feel honored. You, you should. You should. <laughs> we were very picky. There was like people all across the world like, oh, can I be the next guest? I'm like, no, no, no. Maria Van Bommel. For Maria Van Bommel. Oh, wow. Um, so Maria has been on our podcast before during the first lockdown. It was, yes. It was probably like a year ago. Around this time anyway. Similar. Yeah. Probably two months after lockdown started is when we did our podcast. And I remember I learned something about you that to this day, every time I look at you, it's what I think about, which is you were hit by a boat. <laughs> just, yes, I was hit by a boat. Just casually. When I was 15 years old, I was hit by a boat. I was on a Pico sailboat. Okay, what's and a Pico sailboat? It's I know like a little about. plastic sailboat that okay. fits three to five people. <laughs> and I was teaching students because I was a counselor at that camp at the time. Oh, wait, how I didn't to even sail. realize this. So this, you were at, like actually working. This yes. wasn't like a rec- you were just having fun on a boat. No, 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 no. Oh, you were working. No, I was actually working. Yeah, big lawsuit. Anyways, <laughs> um, so I was teaching them how to capsize, which means flip the boat sideways, and then do a dry turtle, which means stay on the boat while flipping the boat all the way back upright. Yeah. And all of my kids fell off, obviously. They normally do in these drills. So I got off the boat, and my torso was resting on the plastic sailboat while my bum was in the water. And the rescue boat just came to help me try to pull these kids in because I only have, like, strength from one arm to try to get these kids back in. And when they got too close, they meant to reverse, but they accelerated into my back between me and the oh, Pico man. sailboat. And I had to get airlifted out of the water. Yeah. I broke my tailbone and fractured my L1 in my spine. It's crazy. I'm having internal bleeding. It could, like, that's bad. <laughs> but I feel like it could have been a lot worse. Oh, yes. I, and they said I was lucky I was in the water because I was so limber after that. Like, oh, yeah. I was floating there waiting. Yeah. They're glad that I didn't stiff up and I was on land. So, yeah. Man. See, even like there's still points to this story that I'm learning now. I didn't realize that you were working. Yes. And I didn't realize that it was the rescue boat. Like the, the way I pictured it in my head is that Maria is at a cottage having a, a one too many white claws. No, And then Maria's in the not. water swimming and then a random boat comes and hits you. That's what I envisioned in my head. Not Great. Like thank you. You're teaching young kids. I'm glad kids. that's how you think about me. The <laughs> future love. teachers, just yeah. 15 years old, drunk off white claws in the water waiting to get hit by a boat. Yeah, you're right. I didn't really that's think great. It, I didn't really think it through. Uh, it's okay. One time, I think it was, I think it was Luke and I. We were at um, one of our friend's cottages, and we were in a canoe. Yeah. And we flipped the canoe. Oh, yeah. And we had no idea how to get the canoe back up. And someone was like, you have to push on one end and then flip it. Yeah, like, you what? have to. You Yeah, that's called a dry turtle, but you didn't do it very dry. No, we didn't. So <laughs> then when we pushed it, it like really started to sink. And we were like, we're going to ruin this person's canoe. <laughs> so luckily we figured out how to, how to fix it. But yeah. we didn't flip it. We ended up just dragging it back to shore. and then It's an often occurrence on the Thames River if you ever go canoeing or kayaking out there in the summer. I don't recommend it. It's full of E. coli. But See, if we would have had you teaching us, 
Exactly. You could have just flipped Go canoeing with Maria. I'm fully certified, actually. Fun fact. Of course you are. Of course, <laughs> there's so many fun facts about Maria. Um, anyways, the, the main reason that I wanted to have Maria or you on this podcast is... First off, you've gone through a really cool transformation. We've talked about that in the past podcast, so I don't necessarily want to go in depth. But yes. maybe if you can just give us like a really high level overview of like, this was Maria five years ago. This is Maria now. And then we'll go more in depth on what we talked about earlier. Okay. Well, I've never really been healthy. And when I got pregnant with Iris, I obviously gained a lot of weight. I actually wasn't that big after I had her, but just eating whatever was available at my disposal when she was a baby, doing it by myself for one, I gained a lot of weight. So I was about 205 pounds when I first weighed myself, wanting to lose weight. I was probably... 215 when I started um, and basically in a span of six months I went to 120 pounds from doing a safe calorie deficit I want to emphasize safe yes but yeah so and I didn't work out whatsoever absolutely not so once I finally lost weight that's when I found you guys because I wanted to put on some muscle and yeah. I wasn't happy with the way I looked so you did it primarily through Keto. Keto. Yeah. And, you know, I always like to emphasize, like, yes, Maria is keto still. Yes. But Maria does, it's not like you just, I, I feel like I'm talking about you like you're not here. Maria. <laughs> but, like, the way you did it, it wasn't like you're just like, all right, I'm going to eat more fats and have less carbs. Like, you did it the proper way of, like, understanding yes. the science, really knowing what you were doing to your body. I really researched it because yes. my mom previously had brain cancer. And um, she didn't want to go through chemo or radiation, so she decided to read up on the ketogenic diet. And she is cancer-free still to this day. She had no cancer, like cancer treatment, no nothing. So I looked into it as well because I thought if something can do that and it makes you lose weight, it has to be healthy for you. But I did it the correct way. I don't put butter on bacon and eat cheese <laughs> for lunch. I eat a plethora of different colorful veggies with coconut oil on them and roast them and really, really high protein sources of meat like steak and chicken and pork. But I do not do what people think keto is. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It, and honestly, I would honestly say I'm more paleo besides the fruit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Um, I like how we just like, <laughs> it was like a three minute about, oh yeah, so I lost 80 pounds and I'm here now. Yeah. But, uh, I, you know, when we think of that, someone who loses a lot of weight, like 80 pounds, we know that they had to be in a caloric deficit to attain that, right? That's just science. That's how the body works. That's how yep. you lose weight. So a lot of the times when you get to a point of where you're kind of at now, it's like your body doesn't necessarily want to lose any more weight. Absolutely it, not. It doesn't need to, right? It's like it's happy where it's at. But mentally, that could be really difficult to be like, well, I don't want to have to eat maintenance calories. Or, oh, we're digging in here. Yes. Right? Like that's, that's very tough. And mm -hmm. the reason I wanted to bring you on is I know over the past few months – You've now been going through a strength cycle. You've started to make this shift of like, okay, I'm going to eat more calories. And it ha 
hasn't really affected your weight. Not at all. Right? So it's like, uh, I think it's important for people to hear that, especially from someone like yourself who has seen such amazing results. So the first thing I want to ask you is you were in a calorie deficit. Yes. How long have you been out of your caloric deficit, eating more maintenance, or even in a surplus at this point? Um, I want to say probably the last four months or so, since my last shred. Yeah. So actually probably longer, about six months. I have been focusing a lot less on calories and more on macros. So, and that automatically puts me at maintenance when every day, but I do try to eat in a surplus, especially when I'm doing heavy lifting and all of the cycle workouts that Anna has been programming for me. And how, how, how is that? Um, it like, was really hard. Like I could even see you. So yeah, I'm this, cringing right now. You yeah, guys can't see me. That's right. This, this isn't videoed, but like she's making those like little wincy faces. So when you first had that discussion with Anna, mm-hmm. what, what was that like? Was it Anna going to you being like, all right, Maria, it's time. So, well, yeah, because my body's been in a calorie deficit for so long. And Anna was just like, dude, you're not going to gain any muscle. Cause everybody knows that I want all the booty gains. <laughs> She's like, you, you no matter. About, you only talk about it every day. This is true. She's like, no matter how many workouts you do or how heavy you lift, you are not going to gain a butt without eating food. And I'm like, I don't want to have this conversation. That was my first thought, honestly, because I'm so used to eating 1500 calories or less. And I still struggle today that the thought she's like, well, let's just try 1700 calories, which was still in a deficit. And then every week she just added on. 100 calories until I was at maintenance and it was really hard for me to digest. Um, I didn't like it. I felt disgusting, but I did it and I feel much better off, much stronger because of it. I'm really glad she forced me to eat food, if that makes sense. No, it, it, it does. It does. And, you know, I, we, we always struggle with this and we talk a lot, we talk a lot about this, this with our coaches where, we know that there's some individuals that will come in who have been on a deficit for a long time, mm-hmm. like, like yourself, yes. right? If you were to just start working with Anna from day one and Anna's like, hey, you're going to go on a surplus and blah, 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 you probably wouldn't do it. No, I wouldn't. And I would no lie trust. about it probably. That's right. Yeah. So it's one of those things where it's like there are times where we almost need to work with our clients based off of what they want. Mm-hmm. build that trust and then really give them what they need, which is what Anna is doing with you now, because there is that trust. Yes. Right? So then you, so you were in this maintenance, you were in this surplus. Yes. It was scary at first. It was very scary. When did Terrifying. you, when did you start to realize though, when you're like, okay, this isn't that bad. When I ran a 10 kilometer in an hour, which I've, <laughs> and I had so much energy, I probably could have went longer. And I'm just like, Jesus Christ, Maria, you haven't been eating anything for the last three years of your life. And now that you can eat something, you're actually performing well. So that was a big difference for me. Performing well on my lifts, performing well running, performing well all day long, mental energy. Oh, who would have known if I ate some food, I'd have some mental clarity and be able to finish the things that I need to do. Yeah. So that's when it really hit. Realizing how sluggish I felt before I went into surplus compared to where I am now. And it's, you know, it's interesting because... I think this is something that a lot of people struggle with, me included. Mm-hmm. 
I still do. It's a struggle every day to get enough food in my mouth, especially with my intermittent fasting. If anybody knows me, I used to do 22-2, which means that I fasted for 22 hours of the day and I ate all my calories in two hours so that I absolutely could not eat more than 2,000 calories. The purpose was to stay in a deficit. And now that's another mental challenge because I still want to fast. So now I have to play with my window. So... Yeah, it's still a struggle, but I'm doing it. Yeah, and it's it's you know it's about it's about progress, not perfection. Exactly. It's not like we know overnight Maria is going to increase her calories from 1,500 to 2,000. Like that's first off, your body's not going to be used to that. No. And like we just need to do it in an intelligent way, where like psychologically, it's going to be easier to digest. Yes. Um, but you know, even for someone like myself, if I'm in maintenance, if I'm in a deficit. Mm-hmm there'll be times where like I'm tired or I don't have energy, but I don't equate it to not being properly nourished. Yeah. I'm like, Oh, I must not have slept well or yes. you know, maybe my water isn't right. And those things come into play. But like when you're living it in the moment, my thought is never, it's most likely nutrition. Exactly. Right. <laughs> well, when I was in a deficit, I used to put at least 500 calories away from my white claws. If anybody <laughs> who knows me knows that I love my white claws and I'd wake up after 12 hours of sleep some nights after a day of drinking and feel like absolute crap. I looked shredded, mind you. I did, but I'm like, oh, it's just because I didn't get enough sleep. It had nothing to do with all of the calories I put away for the White Claws and maybe the Quest protein bar I ate that day. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. But it, but it's good that, you know, what makes me happy is that you're realizing that that isn't the right way to do it. Exactly. Right? Like, you know, there are times where, okay, maybe you do want to do a little shred and go in a calorie deficit, right? And I will be starting a tiny shred. And I emphasize on tiny because I'm almost scared now to drop calories because then it gets into this binge cycle. But I do want to start a little shred because I know how much muscle I've gained. I feel strong starting on April. And I mean like 100 calorie a day deficit. But that's it. See, but that, even that though, like it's, I'm, I'm happy you brought this up <clears throat> because like, I'm sure first off, Anna's going to listen to this and she's going to be happy that you're saying that and you're not going to be like in a, I'm going in a 500 calorie deficit. <laughs> She'd kill me. Yeah. Yeah. Right? She told me the, cause I haven't been tracking the last few days, something that I've been testing out because I want to challenge myself Good. by doing those things. Now I know I have that knowledge of how much approximately I'm eating and I haven't been tracking the past few days and she messaged me. She's like, I'm actually so proud of you. I'm like crying, like keep doing that. It's, oh, thank you for bringing it up because this is another thing too, is when we track for so long, like you've been tracking for probably two or three oh, years. Oh man. Yeah. People listening to this, there might be some of you guys who are like, I have no, idea. like I cannot relate to what they're saying at all. But someone else might be like, yeah, I've tracked for a long time. Not tracking is the scariest thing in the world. It's so scary. It seems like it's it would be easy, but it's it's not. It's not because it's so meticulous when That's you right. do it and you get into routine of weighing your food. How many grams of chicken are you eating? How many grams of fat are you putting onto your vegetables? Like it just becomes so meticulous and so routine that it's really hard to stop doing those things. Mm-hmm. 
And it gets really cringy when you're doing it without a scale or without plunking it into my fitness pal because you don't know the approximate amount of number that you're eating in calories. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you feel not doing that right now? I feel fine. Good. I'm happy. I'm doing it as a challenge for myself. I woke up this morning feeling great. So that's a plus. Um, I've just been trying to increase my veggie intake without worrying how many carbs in it. Keto freaks don't yell at me. My body burns a lot of carbs. I'm allowed to have more than the average person who is on keto. But yeah, just introducing a lot more foods, higher quantities without being scared of it because when I'm scared of it then I binge yeah yeah for sure so I'm just trying to get myself out of being scared of food because that is not a way to live yeah at all and that's you know this is one of the things that we talk a lot about with our clients which is like people's relationship with food and it's the unsexy topic that people are like well I don't care just talk to me about the macros that I need to eat but it's like it's not that simple. <laughs> no, we want to we wanna teach you how to fish rather than just giving you the fish, aka we want to teach you about nutrition rather than just telling you exactly what you need, eat, need to eat. Yes. like there's going to be a time where maybe Maria isn't going to be with movement strength and Maria's going to be out on her own. Don't ever say that again. No, but, I'm loyal. I will be here forever. But you know what I mean? Right? I will it's, be here until you die. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean, right? Where yeah. it's like, I, I want you to be able to like, feel confident one day where you don't need the help like that is the goal yes and that should be the goal of a good trainer at all times is setting you up for success really what Anna has done for me more than anything the workouts are great don't get me wrong but I'm pretty quick at picking up on movements and I'm fairly good at working out I'd like to say yeah I'm pretty advanced when it comes to that, but Anna, the biggest thing that she's done for me is nutrition wise. And it's not a matter of her telling me that I can't be keto or I can't eat this. It's more of a matter. She says, are you nourishing your body? Are you eating enough to do the things that you're doing today? Period. And if you're not Maria, then you need to suck it up and you need to eat more calories. Yeah. Which is crazy because she loves shredding too, but she knows when to stop. I don't. Yeah. That's the difference. That's where I need the help. And it's, you know, you bring up a good point about Anna, right? Like Anna does love a good shred. We know that. And like, if you're following Anna on Instagram, you can see a lot of her pictures. She looks shredded. But it's also important to note, a lot of those pictures weren't taken that day. Exactly. And I don't want to like, this isn't. This isn't a shot I've, at, I've at seen Anna pre-shred before. She, yeah. Well, she still looks great. I mean, she's just, that's what she looks like. But you can definitely tell Anna pre and post-shred. And it's it's funny. I can't. I, I, I can't. Like, like, I, I just assume, okay, you're not flexed and you are flexed here. But what people would be surprised about is the amount of food that Anna eats. Not just like... When she's shredding, but when she's pre or post shred, like she consumes a lot of calories. Very, very high volume amount of food too. (laughs) And it's, and you know, it's not, that's not a shot. She's not eating too much. It's just, she understands that her body is burning this much. And like, if she's in a surplus, there's a reason for it. It's to gain muscle. It's to get, you know. And she's not scared of that. No. But that's why she's helping me. Because even though Anna likes to get shreddy, she also likes to bulk. And that's where my biggest downfall is. I'm very terrified of eating more calories than I'm burning, but I am doing it. Yeah. 
I'm working every day and it's getting a lot easier. And in all honesty, if people are scared that it's going to make you fat or fluffy, absolutely not. So I actually look pretty strong. So good. Would you ever have thought where you're like, yeah, I want to look strong. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Actually, probably about three weeks into me coming here and realizing that I was actually pretty good when we were a CrossFit affiliate at all of these workouts. I'm like, I'm seeing all these girls around me. They're jacked. Their shoulders are huge. Their biceps are huge. And I'm like, I don't want to be skinny anymore. I want to do that. Yeah. And I love it. But it's, it's cool how like that change. Exactly. Like maybe, you know, a day before you joined movement strength, maybe your ideal body was something different. Oh, way. But now you're like, no, no, no. I want to look strong. Like to me, strong is sexy. Yes. Same. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. I love it. I love it. This, this topic makes me really happy. Oh, it does. And like, especially because I know you. Yes. And I know like, like even if there's little changes that are occurring right now, those little changes are absolutely massive. Yes. So you got to just keep it up. It's really good. Thank you. Um, how is your training going? Amazing. What, Amazing. What, what is your cycle right now? What does Anna have you doing? Oh, a lot of butt stuff. <laughs> um, literally, it will be titled butt stuff. So <laughs> we are doing two lower bodies a week usually, and then a vertical push pull, and then a mixed module day where it is uh, weighted AMRAPs that are really messed up. Yeah. <laughs> I do them. And then I run with you guys. And have you always been a runner? no Anna forced me to start running last summer well I guess the summer that just passed she's just like just come run a 5k with me oh my god I'm crying thinking about this because it's so embarrassing I'm like I don't want to do it I don't want to run I did it we ran at a seven kilometer pace and I died yeah I literally died huffing puffing and I'm like, I'm never doing this again. Anna's just like, nope. She kept coming with me. She kept making me run. And now I run for leisure. <laughs> <laughs> so you ran, okay, so last summer, so you, yeah. not even a year ago. Oh. Okay. You did a 5K at seven minutes. Yeah, and it was horrible. And then just a month ago or so, you did a 10K <laughs> at what? Like a 550. Right? Yeah. Like that's insane. And I didn't, I wasn't dying. No. And I literally that day that I ran my first 5k in I don't know how many years I thought I was going to die yeah I went home and I felt like crap yeah but here I am running every Saturday and then the other this was like three weeks ago Mm -hmm. we did an 8k (laughs) yes at a six yeah at a six but the last kilometer we ran a sub five we were at like 440 or something like that yeah it yeah so it's like that is that killed me i'm still angry about that you're like okay maria now run sprint we were sprinting for the last kilometer i'm like jesus christ it was one of these things where i'm like there's one rule maria don't look at your watch to see the speed that we're doing and you just need to keep up with me and i did yeah you did you killed it and i was fine like after though i find that my heart rate recovery now because of running is a lot better too when i used to run or trying to get into it, it would take me like 35 minutes to get my heart rate back to its normal, like 45 resting rate when I'm sitting down there. Yeah, no, not anymore. Now, after like five minutes after I sprint, I'll be back to my normal self. And I think that's, you know, 
to me, that's how I measure a lot of my fitness. Me too. Is based off of my recovery. Yes. Which I think is solid. Um, I'm just looking up our quick questions here because <laughs> it's crazy, but we're nearing the end of our time. Wow. Right? It flew by. We've been talking for like 30 minutes. I know. Oh, you know? I didn't. I, I thought it was like five minutes. I know, just because you love talking to me so much. I do love talking to you. It makes me happy. We have to just do podcasts all the time. So I, I know. Excuse to talk I'm to great. Um, oh, you're working out tonight, right? You're doing the open yeah, workout? Yeah, I'm doing the open workout. I looked at Did it. Did you see what it is? Yep. What do you think? It's uh, ten thrusters, then boppy, burpee box jump no, overs no, no. and it's thrusters. Dumbbell snatches. Oh yeah. Dumbbell snatches. Great. I think that's okay. Easier. Well, that's, that's easier. yeah. That's great for me because you've literally single-handedly seen my shoulder oh, come yeah, out of its socket right. doing a dumbbell <laughs> snatch. I'll be fine. And then you popped it right back in. Yes, I did. Oh god. And it's happened many times since. But my shoulder is healed. Good. Nicole Jones has used her little magic fingers on me and Good. I've gotten some physio so I'm fine. Okay, we're ready for it. I'll do it. Um, okay, so we've reached our lightning round questions. Oh god. <laughs> so I'm going to just ask you, you're going to just tell me tell me what you prefer. Okay. Okay. <laughs> if you want to do a little explanation as to why you can't. But Okay. Um, okay, ready? Yep. Aerobic capacity work or strength work? Strength. <laughs> Barbell or dumbbell? Barbell. Of course. You got to get those hip thrusts in somehow. Oh, shut up. <laughs> I love strict press too, believe it or not. Sure. Rower or air bike? Mm. This one I go back with, okay, assault bike, hands down. I never thought I'd say that. Really? Yep. Anna, take note. Uh, Greek yogurt or cottage cheese? Cottage cheese. Love it. Yeah. Eat it every day. <laughs> How do you eat it? I literally just eat it with salt and pepper. Salt and pepper? Yes. But okay. it's so good. Or I have a keto um, jam that yeah. I put in it. Just stir it, eat it like that. Mm, okay. <laughs> um, I don't know if you do any of this, but tofu or tempeh? Tofu. Yeah? Have you ever had tempeh? Mm, I think the sound of it's gross, isn't it? Like wheat <laughs> flour that it's, you... Okay. How does it get its protein? I don't understand it. That's why I don't like it. It's, it's, I know what tofu is. It's soy. Yeah, it's true. It's true. I mean, okay, what is... Which is not good for women, but okay, if you uh -oh. eat too much of it. Anna. But Anna's sorry, talk Anna, to you about Anna, that. Anna, Anna. <laughs> too much what estrogen. Is, what is that thing that Anna makes? Seitan? Yeah, seitan. Okay, that's what I thought you were talking about. Yeah, no, no, no. So tempeh is different. I, I'm going to be honest. I'm not, I'm not qualified to talk about the difference. I like tofu, tempeh. though. When If I ha ever have a cheat day, I'll get pad thai with tofu in it. I love tofu. Really? So definitely, yes, I don't know why. And it's so weird for somebody who's basically a carnivore to say that. Yeah. But yes, I do. Okay, okay. Uh, favorite healthy snack? <sighs> Cucumbers and peppers, raw, with ranch ranch see that yeah. was the, that was the key ranch. Stop. Ranch. i also really like good to go bars i know they're like processed but they actually are very minimal ingredients and they're good, good they taste go like bars. brownies yeah get one Where you'll you like it um you can get them at the metro or any health food store so here we go let's just talk about that is it called <laughs> the metro or metro <laughs> fuck off <laughs> it is called is it the Facebook? Metro. Did you, did you hear about the Metro on the Facebook? Yes, you're right. It's called Metro. I call it the Metro. <laughs> I also call shoppers the Big V. So oh, why? Because it used to be called that. Really? Yes. Gosh. 
I thought you were old. I am, but I don't remember. Well, my that. mom used to call it the Big V. Now I call it the Big V. All right, it's fine. Sure, the Big V. Okay, you heard it here. Uh, <laughs> favorite? Did I already ask you favorite unhealthy snack? No. no. Favorite unhealthy oh. snack. What's like your go-to pleasure? Poutine. <laughs> um, or. <laughs> I love. I love how rash you are. <laughs> it's my favorite thing about you've only dropped two f bombs. And Doritos. Which is good. Doritos. Yeah, I'm way but Callie was the one that ruined that last podcast. She, she ruined it. You guys were great. <laughs> you guys were great. I love the swears. Um, I'll just have to mark it as zesty explicit. cheese Doritos with the Tostitos nacho cheese dip. Really? Best combo. I haven't even thought to dip Doritos yes. in the nacho the cheese. The zesty dip. cheese, the orange bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. With the Tostitos queso dip. Have you have you had the um Remember I used to be fat. <laughs> you love them. <laughs> I, what was the, uh, I always see them on TikTok. It's like a Dorito, but it's not. It's like a, oh, Caitlin and I bought them like a few weeks ago. Quest chips? No, 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 no. They're oh, not, they're, good. they're, they're not bomb. healthy. They're not healthy. Oh. It's like a, oh, it's going to bug me. I don't know. I'll, I'll look it up afterwards, okay. but they're very good. I believe you. Um, favorite local place to eat. Ooh, this is really, really hard. I'm a really big fan of garlics when pre COVID, um, there's so much, there's so many good little fine dining places in London. It's really, really hard to choose, but there is a place called the fat olive in Dorchester and it is absolutely amazing. The most authentic Italian cuisine I have ever found really? locally. Yes. I was going to ask you, you in will love you and Caitlin will love, and it's not far away and you can pick up pack. Like you can go and pick up food. Oh, we should totally, the fat olive. Yes. I'll definitely try that. It's out. amazing. I always like a good Italian place. Um, what are you watching on Netflix right now? Ooh. Um, I just finished Brooklyn Nine-Nine for the fifth time because I can't believe it's over. Um, something, I just watched The Queen's Gambit. It is a limited series, so there's no other seasons coming out, but it was phenomenal. I really liked it. Yeah, I really liked it. And, um, The Crown. Have, do you, okay, but are you into like the whole monarchy thing? What do you mean into it? Do I support it? Absolutely not. No, no, no. But is have it you entertaining always, to watch? Yes. Have yes. you always been entertained by it? Yes. Okay. Yes. So I thought, I my mom so. made me. My I literally remember when Princess Diana died. All hell broke loose in my house. Like I, we follow. Yeah. We follow the monarch and. Yeah. Okay, so I don't. This is this could be a dark rabbit hole that I know nothing about. But like that most recent interview with Meghan Markle. Was it? What did you think about it? Oh, uh, once again, I, I was outraged. Like for they her? Start, yes, okay. for her and yeah, Harry. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I okay. I don't support the monarch. I just said that. <laughs> I said I follow them. Once again, I don't support <laughs> them. I don't know anything about the interview. All I know is that there's been a lot of memes and a lot of anger. Oh yeah, Meghan Markle and Harry are lucky to get out. Although they should have security rights. By the way, Jeez. if anybody listening knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah. That's another podcast. And nobody needs to comment on the color of Archie's skin, which is their son. Oh, is that the big issue? Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. Oh, yeah. You should watch it. It's entertaining. It's, it, 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 Oprah did it, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I should watch it. Um, best purchase under $100. <sighs> it's really hard. Mm. She's thinking. I'm thinking really hard because I've had a couple. Oh my God. You can name a couple too. 
Or like, what's your most recent purchase under $100? Um, my arm strap for running. What's that? I have a strap that my phone goes in. Oh, okay, okay. Which has been really, really helpful. Uh, I don't know. It's okay. <laughs> we can come back to it. Oh, my bands. My booty bands. Where'd you get your booty bands? I get them off Amazon. Yeah? Yeah, and they were actually really, really good. And there's one where you can um, change the resistance. So they were really nice during oh. lockdown. And they're not like the rubber ones. They're like a cloth type one, right? Yes. Mm. And also any dupe Lululemon on Amazon is the best under $100 purchase I've made. Okay. <laughs> so I've now seen more people posting about like athletic apparel on Amazon. And it's really good. That's what I've heard. <laughs> really good interesting is there like a brand that you will um yeah see some is one but that's just to make your ass look big they're not really good quality but um i'm trying to think <laughs> there is one that i purchase from frequently i can't think of the name it starts with an i it's in all caps but it's okay. really nice it's really nice stuff interesting um do you read like most? Yes. What's the most impactful book you've read? Oh, uh, no visible bruises. What you don't know about domestic violence can kill you. Oh my God. By Rachel <laughs> Louise Snyder. Uh, okay. Is this a newer book? Older uh, book? Um, it's 2019. It's basically talking about the pervasiveness of domestic violence in North America and all of the subtle little things that we don't usually notice and how it can end up in dom domestic homicide. Wow. And it usually does. Are you a big reader? Yes. Okay. Okay. Because I think that's good. So what was it I called? I mean, again? I it's 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 okay. So it's um, <laughs> no visible bruises. What we don't know about violence can kill us. Jeez. By Rachel Louise Snyder. Okay, write it down. Also, Untamed by Glennon Doyle is a really good pick-me-up book for anybody, specifically girls, if they want to feel good about themselves. Is that a newer book? Um, new-ish. It came out probably 2019 as well, but it is amazing. The most amazing motivational book I've ever read. I feel like it's been on like one of the top blank lists on Amazon for a, like since it's come out. It's phenomenal. Yeah. Untamed. Yes. Um, what is your favorite app on your phone? <laughs> Instagram and TikTok, <laughs> and also email because I'm a slave to it because of school. Oh, you use email a lot. Yes. Oh, that's funny. Um, and then the last one is, you know, you are a fit individual. I'm assuming people nice. will come to you and sometimes ask you for like yeah. advice. Yes. What is your favorite health and tip or health and fitness tip that you give people? I say, go get a personal trainer. <laughs> yeah. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. And I tell them, I'm like, well, lift, yeah. eat, run, be healthy. Literally, that's all I can say to them, and mainly ends up me telling them, "Don't ask me. Go get yourself a trainer, because I'm not certified. I just do what they tell me to do, and this is what happened." So it's it's funny that you bring this up. One of the things we're starting to talk a lot about now is like, I think when people are first starting out, they always ask how, like, okay, well, how can I get this body, or how can I look this certain way, or whatever. Where the better question to ask is, is actually who, like who can actually help me attain this? Yes. It's going to save you a lot is. of time in the long exactly. run. Exactly. Um, cool, cool, cool. Did you, did you tell me best purchase under a hundred bucks? Yes, you yes, did. Yes, I did. Lululemon ones. Okay. That's it. That's all. Oh, wow. Right. Is there anything that I didn't cover that you feel like you want to bring up? No. 
you killed it. You did really well. Wow, thank you. No, no, no. I thank feel you. honored that I'm on the podcast, the yeah. under the new named podcast. Yes. The only second, the second person to go. Yes. Thanks, guys. No, thank you, thank you. I think uh, once again, the topic at hand was really important. It for is to important. Hear. Um, and we'll eat have, food. Yes, we'll have to do this again in like four months because I think it'll be good as like a check-in. Be like, yes. all right. Where are you at now? I know. How's it going? How's it going? Okay. Did you relapse? <laughs> no, no, no. Still going to be eating all that food. Exactly. Okay, cool. Well, thank you for taking time, Maria. I really appreciate it. I know you're super busy at this time. Thank you for having me. For everybody else, if you enjoyed this, feel free to share it with friends, family. Make sure you go ahead and rate us them five stars on whatever podcasting platform you're listening to this on. And with all that being said, I hope you guys have the best day ever. Bye for now.